It's warming up for Wednesday the 6th of May 2015. It's for the 4,542nd one. Tonight I was guest on Gronny Maguire's What Has the News Ever Done For Me, a topical panel show that's taken place at the delightful Etc. Theatre in Camden. It's lovely uh, lo-fi, it's un- delightfully lo-fi, sorry, I just, uh, sorry, just edit that out, Terry. I thought I'd said delightfully twice and then I said It's delightfully lo-fi and unusually for such projects. You can just edit Robot Voice in later, can you? It's delightfully lo-fi and unusually for such projects was not made into a podcast or even recorded. If you want to see it, uh, you have to see it. You haven't got your... Okay, we'll just start I'll start from the beginning, Terry. Just edit all of that out because it's... Yeah, it's not very good. Tonight I was a guest on Gronny Maguire's What Has the News Ever Done For Me? A topical panel show that takes place at the tiny etc. theatre in Camden. It's going well, Terry. It's delightfully lo-fi and unusually for such projects was not made into a podcast or even recorded. If you want to see it, you have to get off your ass and come and see it live. I don't know if Gronje is trying to pitch it to as radio as a radio show. I think it would make a good one, and is just trying or is just trying out the format. But as a man who's recorded way too much of his life already, it was quite a relief to exist for a couple of hours only in the moment. Though now I'm recording this occasion in this blog and on this. Podcast, so I've not escaped the matrix. I've been too tired and preoccupied with Phoebe to prepare very much at all for this, but I always think these things are better when they're unplanned and unscripted. Put four funny people on stage, and one of them should be able to think of something funny to say every 20 seconds or so. A few times I sat listening to the others, knowing the subject was going to come to me imminently and having no idea what I was going to say. But then the subject came to me, and I had to say something, and stuff came out, and most of it was at least adequate. I'm very much of the old school about this sort of thing. I think comedians should write or ad lib their own material. I don't like these panel shows where everyone has been. Been planned in advance, everything has been planned in advance, and the panelists have been given a lot of paid jokes by their writers. Sorry, and their their panelists have been given a pad of joke. I mean, like fuck it, I've got a script here, Terry, and I can't get it right. So, yeah, they've been given a pad of jokes by their writers. They're determined to get in with these shows. You're recording three hours of material for a thirty minute show. Surely, if the people you've employed are funny, then they can keep the subject matter a secret. You can keep the subject matter a secret and expect one in six things that everyone says to be funny enough for broadcast. Is Stuart Lee the only comedian on television who actually writes all his own stuff? What a terrible state of affairs that is. Yeah, maybe it's hard to come up with all those jokes when you're on a five panel shows a week, so you need some help. Or alternatively, be on less panel shows. Rather than having a rule about having to have one woman on every panel show, how about a rule where if you're a regular on any panel show, you can't appear on any others? That would mean an influx of great new comedians, and I would suggest many of them would be female comedians. If panel shows have to exist, and I don't mind them in moderation, but there's way too many, and some persistent ones have hung around for too long and don't take enough chances, then let's use them as a way to introduce new funny people and new ideas, and then maybe take some of those people and let them actually write a whole show, alone, or with other people, if that's really too challenging for them. Or the other option taken by Gronje and myself is rather than waiting for someone else to book you, just get on and make it yourself. We had to choose our most important news story of the week. I went with the silliest one about tiny double yellow lines in Bristol, which do look quite comical, but actually makes sense. And it's funny that people are protesting them because no car is that short, slightly misunderstanding how double yellow lines work. I didn't win. Carrie Quinlan had brought in a 2010 post-election News of the World she found in her partner's shed. Not only was it enlightening to see the cyclical nature of politics, as well as the hopes and dire warnings about the coalition, weirdly neither came true, but it was odd enough even seeing the News of the World at all. It already feels like it's a long, long way in the past. And it struck me what a crazy name that is for a newspaper. Oh yeah, we do the News of the World, unlike any of the other papers. But if there was a battle in space, we wouldn't cover that. We just do the news of the world in this paper. Shame the paper no longer exists. I could have got a whole bit out of the observation. Another exciting guest added to the upcoming run of Rahala Stapur. Rahala Stapur. Bob Mortimer will be the first guest on the first show on June the 1st. Uh, it's going to sell out pretty fast. In fact, it's, there's about three tickets left. So book at the Leicester Square Theatre website. 
the guest who's heavily penciled for June the 22nd is confirmed. If he's confirmed, then the show will see out, sell out immediately too, I thought. He has been confirmed now, but it's still got some tickets. So book now if you know what's good for you. And I'm fairly confident that there'll be good reasons for booking any of the shows. So beat the rush. Book now at the Leicester Square Theatre.com. Ooh.